Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Entertainment Expansion. We're your host, Tyler Callahan, and Mike Ferrante. Mike, how are you holding up in this lockdown? Uh, I'm not really locked down. You know, for once, I'm actually essential. So uh, there's that. How about yourself? Uh, I'm pretty. I'm pretty central myself. Uh, I was. I was gonna go stupid with saying I'm locked up, not locked down. But uh, yours is way better. So I'm just gonna go central. So uh, I never thought when uh, when we came up with this idea for a podcast that we'd run out of new movies to talk about. Um, yeah. Obviously, not our choice, not Hollywood's choice. But that's where we've come to. Um, and obviously, your idea of director discussion has been going great so far. But we can't do that every week. So I think for this week, we're going to keep it simple. Since everyone's locked up or locked down, you have time to watch some movies. It's a great time to catch up before the rush of new release that keeps building up now whenever theaters reopen. Um, So we each have two picks. Uh, We're just going to go back and forth. Why you think we think you should watch them. And uh, that's about it. Short, simple episode. Just nice movie recommendations. Uh, So, Mike, what was your first pick? First pick is going to be an older movie. With two very well-known actors, Prisoners, starring Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman. Now, this story is a, oof, would you call this a thriller drama? I would say more of a thriller than a drama. Yeah. It's tense. It's tense. Yeah. In a nutshell, Hugh Jackman's daughter gets kidnapped by a serial kidnapper. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal plays the officer or detective who has the case. Hugh Jackman uncovers a loo of details that basically tells him who his daughter's kidnapper is. And he goes on the hunt to find the kidnapper. And then Jake Gyllenhaal has to run after him to find Hugh Jackman and try to stop him from doing something terrible. Also, while trying to find the, the kidnapper as well. You know, like actually solved the case the right way. I, I've seen this movie as well. That's one of the ones I've seen. And it's it's fantastic. You didn't mention it, but it is directed by uh, Dennis Villeneuve. You know, he's done Arrival. He's done Blade Runner. There's one more of his earlier works uh, back in like 2012, 2013. But it, it's really, really good. It's really tense from like as soon as the kidnapping happens, it's tense, I would say, all the way to the end. Oh, yeah. And... It kind of puts you in the mindset of the characters as well. Like, how far would you be willing to go to get your loved one's kidnapper? So it it adds a lot of good real-life human emotion into it without overly dramatizing it. Absolutely. Um, Definitely top-tier performance from both Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, If you think of Hugh Jackman, obviously, as Wolverine, or when he's not doing that, he's singing and dancing... Um, no, it gets very dark. He goes yeah. very dark place for this movie. It's a great performance. It also, I don't want to say debuts, but this is kind of where he started to blow up. Paul Dano, he is going to be our new Riddler for the 2021, as of right now, Batman. Um, it showed a great performance by him and how creepy he can be. Yeah, obviously. Um, I never really heard of him until I saw the movie. Um, but then once I saw he was announced as Riddler, I'm like, that's a good pick. If there's one thing about that Batman movie, it's uh, star-studded casting. Uh, but yeah, but there's a simple movie, simple thriller. will keep you excited from all the way start to finish. And like you said, Mike, it does, like especially in Hugh Jackman's role, 
at first you agree with him. It's like, yeah, you know, he probably did it. Let's let's do this. And then it keeps going further, further and further. It's like, do you agree with him all the way to what happens in the end? Or at some point you're like, no, nah, this is too far. You know, it gets you thinking like that. It definitely does. All right. So my first pick is kind of on the opposite. This is just straightforward comedy. Uh, Wall Card, the Dewey Cox story. This is a comedy from Judd Apatow, who you may know him as a lot of those comedies with Seth Rogen. Uh, this is an older movie, I think 2007, around there. And it wasn't big. It's more of a cult movie. But it basically has John C. Riley as Dewey Cox. Dewey Cox is basically grows up to be a country musician. And the movie... Um, if you, Mike, have you heard of the pop star movie? The what? The pop star movie with the Lonely Island band? No, I have not. Okay. All right. So that one made fun of a band going through the pop culture lifestyle uh, in today's world. I was just trying to, the best way to describe this movie, this basically is like a fake, is a movie about a fake musician that goes through all the stereotypical country artists and a lot of callbacks as well. Um, in the 60s, 70s, 80s. Well, um, I think so missing out on the fact that it's a basically a fictional spin-off joke of Johnny Cash and yeah. the off the line story. Yeah, yeah. Now, like it has elements from other singers, but yeah, basically a lot of it is Johnny Cash related obviously in a funner way and it's it's honestly hilarious and you don't need to know country music to know to 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 enjoy this movie. You can just simply watch, sit down, watch it, and yeah, it's it's a fun time. Uh, obviously, John C. Riley is the main lead. Um, you do have Jonah Hill uh, in a small role. You know, cameos from like Jack Jack Black and stuff. So it's definitely a fun time. And look, you know, after you watch Thriller, uh, you know, Prisoners, a very good thriller. You need to relax. Watch this movie. So, Mike, what is your second pick? My second pick and i've saved the best for last is a movie that no one really ever knew existed very few people did <clears throat> the people that i've put onto this movie absolutely loved it it is starring the now oscar winning joaquin phoenix in a small smaller movie and smaller budget it's called you were never really here now, this is 100% a darker movie. It is Joaquin Phoenix, who has PTSD on so many levels, from childhood abuse to being a Gulf War veteran. He's essentially a, I don't want to say a hitman, but kind of like a hitman, except more deeply into the child slavery ring. Like, if you're child was kidnapped and put into child slavery he's the guy that you would call to investigate and get your kid back with your kid still being alive and this movie goes deep through corruption at the highest level dives deep into the real life horrors of child slavery and the child sex or sex trade as well as giving you a very intense movie that you're watching through and at times you're witnessing his PTSD and you're kind of getting it and you're kind of left not really knowing what was actually real and what wasn't real due to his mindset. So 
what 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 do you mean by that is like you said with PTSD. Does the film try and get you to put yourself in the footsteps of Joaquin Phoenix's character so you don't know who to trust, um, a la Memento? Or do you see what the truth is the entire you, time? You do see what the truth is, but there are a lot of shocking moments, and then it actually never happened. And then other moments are shocking, and you're thinking, all right, well... If that last one didn't actually happen, this one did. And then it turns out this one actually is 100% what happened. So the movie plays with you a lot. It tries to okay. trick you into thinking you know the rhythm of it, but you really don't. So it keeps it fresh and interesting and a very enjoyable watch. All right. Well, that's definitely been on my list for a while now. Maybe with this lockdown, I will uh, finally get the chance to sit down and watch it. Because I've heard nothing but good, good praise from critics, from you... Um, and yeah, it's I saw the trailer, and it's definitely something that has my interest. So I would also go with your recommendation on that. And for my final movie, my final recommendation is a little bit of a cheat, but basically we'll start off with uh, Casino Royale. So Dallas Craig's last movie was supposed to be coming out now, you know, by the time we're recording this, but that got pushed to November. It's his final movie as James Bond, so now is the perfect time if anyone hasn't seen Casino Royale which is a great James Bond movie, a really good action movie, good spy movie, whatever you want to, you know, whatever category you want to put it under. It's, it's a great movie. You'll have a good time watching it. And then after that, if you want a bit more, catch up on the rest. Uh, I feel some of it is required watching for the final movie based on how they're selling it. Some of them are not as good as the others. Uh, Spectre, you know, to name one. But uh, Quantum Solace. I will defend Quantum Solace. Spectre is really I, the only bad one. I will say Quantum of Solace is the second worst. I think we have to, we're going to have to have an episode about this down the road. And I will have to rewatch Quantum of Solace because in my head right now, Quantum of Solace is above Skyfall. Oof. I wasn't the biggest you're, fan of Skyfall when I watched you're been at. Oh, you really you like that Home Alone ending? Hmm? Listen, a good spy deals with what he, what he has. Mm-hmm. I think he delved too deep. Skyfall is the reason why Spectre kind of didn't do well because they're like, oh, we explored his past. Let's explore it some more. Like, uh, no, I should have just left it at the end of Skyfall and, you know, done something else. Yeah, shouldn't have looked at the curtains. Skyfall was definitely a lot more fun to watch than Quantum Solace was. Uh, well, we'll definitely have to have a discussion whenever the new one actually comes out because, yeah, I'd like to go into that a bit more. But just to keep it on track, everyone should watch Casino Royale at a minimum. And then if you have time, watch the other three movies so it'll be caught up for the No Time to Die, hopefully November at this point. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, we're hoping Thanksgiving. You never know. Maybe we'll be back in a few months doing another list of movies to recommend in the meantime. Let's hope not. Yeah, hopefully not. I guess the question we should ask people listening is, do you have any movies you want to recommend to anyone else or to us? If there's something you've you've listened to a few episodes, we haven't really talked about a movie or a director. What is it you want us to watch? Uh, Mike, where could they let us know if they have those? Well, as always, you can send us a business formal email. And I mean proper business formal. We will not look at it otherwise. I'm just kidding. So shoot us an email. But easier way for you guys is probably Instagram. Uh, send us a direct message. Comment under our latest post. Let us know what we want to watch or what 
you want us to talk about on our next podcast. Finally, we do have a YouTube channel. And uh, yeah, it's also Entertainment Expansion. So check it out. We've got a lot of cool stuff on there. Yeah, we do. Definitely, uh, I'd say with some of the user comments and all that, the uploads, we're definitely a bit more active on YouTube. Um, but yeah, also, we, we check the email every so often. So if you want to do it that way, go ahead. And obviously, Instagram post, you can feel free to comment there. But uh, hopefully, we brought you some pretty good, unique recommendations to pass the time during this unique situation. And we will be back next week. Thank you for listening.